Juwan Howard not going over immediately to shake hands. Now he's going to get in the line. Interesting finish here. 77. Oh, see, and they're going at it. Oh, yeah. Howard and Guard are not happy right now as the two of them continue to have words. We told you Jawan Howard was not happy about that timeout. Yo, and Jawan Howard just threw a right hand. And now we got a scrum. We have a scrum in Madison. Gonzaga, the flipper still fits. Kemba Walker, step back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Campus Tour podcast. Some shit went down on on Sunday, huh? It did. It did. <laughs> you missed the crazy one at the Kohl's Center. Yeah, we, we break it all down today in one of our segments. Um, we also have pass fail and we have uh, student advisors coming up. Um, our middle one, we have drama class. I'm, I imagine you can figure out what that, what that one's going to be about, but we are going to kick it off with pass fail as always. Who do you have passing this week, Brad? I had to go with Texas Tech. Um, they were able to get out of Austin with the win. Mm-hmm. They won 61-55 against the Longhorns and their former coach, Chris yep. Beard. Um, Bryson Williams, he was great in this game. He had 17.6 rebounds. Um, for the Longhorns, Andrew Jones was kind of the lone starter um, that provided a real spark. He finished with 20 points. He was the only one in double figures um, for the starters. Um, Texas shot 28% from the field, so they were very inefficient. And then Texas Tech, they kind of dominated the boards. Um, it was 45 to 36 um, so yeah, credit to the Red Raiders, uh, impressive win and, um, a little revenge victory against their former coach. Yeah. They got revenge once and now they got it again, but no, I feel like we've been so hot and cold on Texas this year. Like we both loved them preseason and we hated them during the season. And then three, I think two or three weeks ago, I had them on my pass thinking that they were maybe starting to figure things out, but. Yeah, I don't think they're starting to figure it out. They're losing to TCU right now, too, uh, on Wednesday here. So, for poor Texas, I mean, it's clearly going to be a rebuild for uh, Chris Beard more than we thought it was going to be. But, I mean, I don't know about you. I I have plenty of faith in Chris Beard figuring figuring it out. and Give him a couple years, he'll, he'll have it figured out in Texas. I agree. Totally agree. I He's one of my favorite coaches i'd say right now in college oh yeah college basketball he's got a great mind um great you know in-game adjustments recruiting he's, he's got the whole package so he'll figure it out exactly yeah. and then yeah on the texas tech side they've they've been honestly as steady as you could want a, a team to be you know they've been good from the beginning maybe they've had a couple you know trip ups but when you're playing in the big 12 this year, that's going to happen. So you can't really fault them for that. So 
yeah, good for them. I mean, new coach, new attitude of, of hate, which I love. I guess they always hate Texas, but now it's like extra. So definitely, yeah. definitely good for Texas Tech. They'll be, they'll be a fun team to watch in March. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a sneaky team that could, you know, mm-hmm. maybe make the final four, maybe the lead eight. Um, it's going to be fun to see how they do. Um, Cause like you said, they're just so, they're not super flashy, but they're, they're really consistent and they play well together. So, yep. You know, the only thing they're missing is Mac McClung. Yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Our guy. Oh, I miss him. My pass this week is going to UConn and they are heating up as they always do right before March. It's like on schedule as always, they look a little shaky in the beginning then they start to look a little solid then they heat up right before March. But I mean, they've won four in a row now, currently up to third big East. Um, They won't catch Providence, probably not, but you know, getting hot at the right time. Like I said, they just beat Villanova yesterday. Uh, they had a big win against uh, Xavier too, but the one yesterday, did you see how Dan Hurley got ejected? I, Oh yes. He was um pumping up the crowd, yep, right? He's pumping up yes. the crowd. And got Dude, you know, he loved when he got ejected. He's the type of guy who's like, I'm getting this, I'm getting this tech and we're getting out of here. Yeah, just to get yeah. the crowd riled up and his players riled up. So it was, it was pretty funny to see that. And, I like Dan Hurley. I think he's, I think he's a good coach. It's interesting, but he's, he's interesting him and his brother, but they're, they're fun to watch. They're like balls of energy. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, we, we haven't talked a whole lot about them. They're led by RJ Cole, Adama Sonogo and Tyrese Martin, RJ Cole and Tyrese Martin, two guys, probably people remember uh, Sonogo kind of came onto the scene this year, but uh, I can see their talent taking them, you know, second week in March maybe, but I love, I love, uh, it feels right. You know, UConn being good right before March, it feels, feels right. Plus they're in the big East now, which we love. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, um, I don't feel good about any team in the big East. Um, yeah, that's true too. super far. So, um, but yeah, UConn's looked great. Yeah. I love Hurley. He's got a lot of energy and, I feel like UConn's always got, you know, a pretty solid team. So mm-hmm. yeah, who knows? They might be able to pull off an upset. That's, that's the great thing about March is any team. Once you get there, um, that's all that matters. So, right. yep. Who you got failing from the last week? You're going to love this one. I went with Ohio state. Ooh, um, I love that. Got blown out um, on their home court against Iowa lost 75 to 62. Keegan Murray, he was great in this game. He had 24 points. Malachi Branham, did I say that right? Malachi Branham. Malachi Branham, he he had the hot hand for the Buckeyes. The freshman had 22 points. Liddell had 15. Um, big difference here was turnovers. Ohio State committed six more than the Hawkeyes. Um, and I wasn't a bad team by any means, but I don't think they're a great team. And, uh, I mean, we, we talked about um, – Last night, I mean, they blew out Michigan State, but um, I think Michigan State's pretty overhyped too. So, but um, yeah, getting blown out by double digits on your home court. Um, yeah, got to go with the fail with Ohio State here. I do love seeing people try to get back on the bandwagon. They're, 
Iowa is never going to make a run in the freaking NCAA tournament, people, unless they start deciding to play defense. And if Fran McCaffrey is their coach, then they're screwed. He doesn't teach them any defense. They never play any defense. It doesn't make any sense. It's like the one thing they tell you is like defense can take you a long way to win a championship. And somehow yet they don't play any defense. But that being said, they can score <laughs> like oh, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, like you said, you'll never win a championship that way because no. you're going to get cold one game or you're going to face a team that just is shooting lights out even hotter than you. Um, that's just not a winning system. You got to play some sort of defense and they just never have literally um, USC last year in the tournament when they played them. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Yes. Iowa. Yeah. Sorry, grandma. <laughs> um, my fail. I'm going with another state. I'm going Michigan state. Yep. That's fair. <laughs> we got spiteful picks today as, as our fails, but you and I have talked uh, a little bit about it offline, off the podcast, but MSU is fully aboard the struggle bus, which, you know, we love to see. <laughs> They've lost five of their last six. And uh, there's so many, so many things that are like the root of the problem. It was so funny watching. Um, they played. Who did they play? They played Illinois last week on Saturday and I was watching it and Jay Williams was like, just trying to solve all of Michigan state's problems. Like what's their problem. And it's like, there's just too many to count, man. I, I think the lead though, is just, they don't have a guy like they usually like, they don't have the miles yes. bridges or Cassius Winston or Den- Denzel Valentine, any guy like that. I mean, I think they thought Joey Hauser was going to be that guy. He is very clearly not that guy. I think they thought Max Christie would maybe grow into that role of being the guy as the season went on. That hasn't happened. He's been inconsistent. Like he's had good games where you can see the potential, but it's just has never been solid. The the whole you can't you can't count on it. And yeah, I mean, they call his own Mister March, but I don't know about this year, man. I I would be big time if I was an MSU fan. I mean, they weren't even that great last year either. I I think Izzo's losing his touch a little bit. There, I said it. <laughs> so let's say you're Tom Izzo, Derek, um, down two with 20 seconds left. Who would you go to to take that shot? I, go- I told you before, if I was an MSU fan, I'd be hoping they would get it to Malik, Malik Hall. Malik. He's yeah. the only one. He's the only one I somewhat trust. Yeah, Max, I mean, he's got the potential, but like you said, he can he can be inconsistent. They thought Joey would be more, but like you said, um, totally agree. Um, never really turned out. Um, but yeah, and I got to give a small fail still to Illinois, even though they got the win. Holy cow, they almost choked that one away yeah. at the end. Um, that was crazy. But yeah, this is, it feels different. I, I know Izzo always gets hot around March, but um, this team... It, they just don't have what his no. past teams have had. They don't have the chemistry. They don't have that one guy. And I mean, that's kind of why, you know, Wisconsin's way better this year when no one thought they would be versus last year when everyone thought, you know, this is one of Wisconsin's better teams in the right. last couple of years. Um, we didn't have a guy last year. Um, mm-hmm. And this year, I mean, that's very clear. Who the <laughs> guy is. And, um, yeah, I, I think that makes a difference sometimes. But, yep. All right, that is our pass fail from the past week. 
now you get to hear me and Brad talk about the brawl, the melee in Madison, let's call it. <laughs> the Malice. melee in Madison. Malice at the Cole Center. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, obviously, some, as I said, some shit went down Sunday in Madison. Um, I'll set it up and then kind of kick it to Brad since he was there and literally, like, saw it in person happen. Um, to, to start, you have to, like, back up to about a minute left in the game. Gray guard takes a timeout, puts the backups in, up 19, waving the white flag to run out the clock. And Juwan Howard decides to leave. He leaves two, two of his starters, and he leaves in two guys, two I counted, that had played some sort of minutes that day. Like, they didn't come in as back, like, or as bench guys. They, they had played some minutes off the bench. So, clearly, he does not want to wave the white flag. And then they immediately start pressuring the Badger backups and walk-ons, which, as you can imagine, goes to absolute shit. Immediately get a steal and score. Badgers inbound it. Look, absolutely lost. I mean, they, they almost turn it over. Somehow it goes off of Michigan. So Badgers still have the ball. They have to get it across the court in like four seconds. So Gray Guard goes, my guys are screwed. Let me just call a timeout for them to reset the 10 seconds for them. You know, they're backups. They're not trying to get, you know, screwed over. You know, you want to give them some sort of like memorable thing to happen instead of just getting completely mugged. Also, as a coach, let me just chime in real quick to that point. Also, as a coach, I mean, even though those aren't guys that see significant minutes, as a coach, you're going to want to coach all of your guys. I mean, you practice right. it um, all the time. So it's still in-game situations, and you probably want to give those guys an opportunity to get coached and, you know, right. learn how – I mean, they're always on the scout team. It's kind of cool to have, you know, the opportunity to um, be in that situa- in-game situation. So, yeah, I don't think that's any fault um, – when you've got anyone in there to want to coach them and make them better, that's mm-hmm. what coaches are there for. And Greg guard is for his players. Yeah. I truly believe that. So guard calls a timeout and this is where you kind of start to see something. Juwan has some sort of grin on his face. The TV mm-hmm. kind of catches it a little bit. The announcers are like, ah, yeah, he looks a little mad about that one. Whatever game ends. Then we go to the handshake line, which I did you see when guard called the timeout? Did you see Juwan Matt or anything when you were at the Cole Center? Or is that just something that the camera picked up? Because I know you don't face that way. You don't face the way to see him. I see. I didn't notice anything because, yeah, okay. I, I you had no idea vision. nothing was going to happen. I was no. Yeah, I didn't have an idea anything was going to happen. I was upset about the pressing. I, I was actually upset before anything happened and not knowing you know, what was happening with Jawan. Um, I was pretty upset with, yeah, I, I think it was unsportsmanlike to press up or down 15 points with a minute left. I get you don't want to throw in the towel, but mm-hmm. you see the bench players are in. You don't have to press. Um, I, I thought that was kind of, you know, unsportsmanlike. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I didn't have any idea um, Jawan was hot about that. So you and so you and Juwan are mad. We we've talked because we both went to games together. We had like season tickets. We both generally stay till the end of the game. 
Oh yeah. How you definitely stay past. So I was not shocked that you were still there when it happened. I don't know if I would have been there. I don't know if I would have been there until that point, but you stayed, you, you decided mean? to stay for the handshake line. Oh yeah. Every time. Well, <laughs> um, for the audience to know, um, the, the seats are right by, you know, where the way team comes right. out. So I always wait every time to um see, you know, you the other guys going. on the other team. Right. Um, also, I was interested to see what was going to happen because I don't know if you would have saw this, but you know how we always do the Gator mm-hmm. chomp to the way team at halftime when Hunter Dickinson was running in, he was like mocking the crowd, like <sighs> doing it back and stuff. That's so funny. I was, you know, looking forward to seeing, you know, if Them anything do it back would happen to with that. And then um, it, turned into something completely different yeah so. so so here we go at what point did you realize like what what like all of a sudden you just hear commotion what happened so i'm watching the the handshake like you know i'm waiting for the guys to come out and stuff and i just start seeing shoving then i, I see Jawan. i saw Jawan, you know shove Kravenhoff or slap Kravenhoff, and then just all hell broke loose. You just see people throwing punches and shoving and it was insane. It happened so quick too, that, um, you know, I, I missed a lot of things, um, that, you know, after reading about it and watching it online, I saw it, but, um, it just happened so quickly and to me, it was unexpected. So, um, yeah, it it was nuts, but you, you know, sometimes players fight, but I haven't seen a coach like a head coach, something too. like that. No, a head coach. Yes. So it, it was insane. Yeah. I, I had turned the game off. I was just hanging out with my girlfriend and then all of a sudden I see the group chat and I saw you say like, there was just a big, like scrum Juwan definitely swung at someone. I was like, what in the hell is going on? It's like, I immediately rushed to my phone Look at look at what happened, and I like I just could not believe it. But Brad, as as he said, like there's just a big scrum. Basically, what happens is they they got the audio. Juwan, as guard, is about to shake his hand in the handshake line, says something to the effect of like "I'll fucking remember that" or something like that. And guard immediately is like on the defense, trying to like plead his case why he called a timeout for his backups. But then pushing starts happening. Joe Krabenhoff uh, for the Badgers says something or pushes someone, and then Juwan Howard decided to swing on him. It was a wild scene. And so Juwan had no intent because, yeah, I mean, he was upset because he said he needed to protect himself because Greg Gard grabbed him unnecessarily. (laughs) From my interpretation – I don't see Greg Gard as a threat. And obviously, you know, I'm a Badger fan, but I don't see how anyone could see Greg Gard as a, a threat. How, how many technicals has he ever gotten as a head coach? I was God. curious. Has he gotten any? Maybe one or two? I feel like he got one or two, maybe. But po- point being, he's a pretty, you know, reserved guy for a head coach. He, he's not super, like, vocal or right. – he's not Bob Knight. Yeah. Um he is so, the opposite but, of Bob Knight. Yes. And the, the other thing uh, for people that maybe don't know this or forgot, this was not Jawan's first yeah. time with a scuffle with a head coach. Um, 
happened was it last year with last Maryland? year in the Big Ten tournament? He told Mark Turgeon that he, well, the Maryland side said that that Howard said he was gonna fucking kill Mark Turgeon. Oh wow, <laughs> that is not great. I remember them. I was watching it with one of the guys at the house. I do remember like they came back from commercial and were like, "Yeah, like Juwan Howard just completely lost it on Mark Turgeon." Yeah, which is crazy. I don't remember him having that temper when he was in the NBA. Do you? Nope. I mean, I probably would have seen him more like because he was on the Heat, even though he didn't really play towards <laughs> then. But um, I never remember him having like a temper like that. Nope. But um, he he apparently does. Yeah, so. he clearly does. They are they had a little scuffle and dust up in Rutgers this year too. Honestly, yeah. I, dude, the post game might have. The post game might have even been worse than than yeah. this. I mean, him trying to defend. He at one point, some someone asks him about you know, well, you were pressing Wisconsin's backups, and he said, "I wasn't pressing. I was. We were running a press five. Which, funny enough, press is in the word pressing, which yep. he said he didn't do." So that was like just a bananas take himself. And then, like he said, the whole thing with him saying that he felt the need to defend himself. And it's like, dude, have you seen Greg guard before? <laughs> the worst thing I, the worst thing I took from that wasn't any, I mean, yes, I, I totally agree with all of that. But the thing that stood out to me was he did not seem mad enough at or like disappointed in himself at all no. for getting his players involved in his own shit. Yeah. Why? Like, if you want to be upset, fine. But why are you getting your team who looks up to you as a coach? You, you are the leader for these 20 year old kids yeah. and you're getting them involved in your stuff. Like I, I didn't like that. I, I felt like, you know, he played it off like, oh, I didn't want them to do that. But like, I, I'm they felt happy they, they, they said something about like, yeah, happy that they defended. defended. Yeah. It's like, like what dude, are you saying? Yes. Um, Good yeah. I, I like Juwan, you know, as a player, but as a coach, <laughs> I'm ready for him to get out <laughs> the Big Ten, which we'll see what will happen. But, um, also, I I just don't think we've talked about this off air. I don't think he's a great coach. He's a no. great recruiter. Great recruiter, yep. He's not a great in-game coach. Mm -hmm. So it, I I don't think it's really working out. And you know, with some of the events that have transpired in the last couple of months, um, definitely in the hot hot seat, I would say. Well, and his team is on the bubble. Like, I mean, to, to get to the conclusion of this, like he gets a five game suspension, which is the rest of the regular season and they oh. need their coach and they're losing two of their players are out for a game. Like you are royally screwing your team. That's on the bubble right now. I think they did just beat Rutgers, which is a decent win for them, but like mm -hmm. just a completely terrible, ill-timed thing to do. He gets five games. Like I said, all the players who threw punches got, one game, including Jacoby Neath on the Badgers, which I was kind of disappointed to see. I, I, first glance, I didn't think any Badgers threw punches, and then someone pointed out that Neath did, and I was like, damn. Anyway, Kravenhoff gets nothing. Guard gets fine. That was all. So, Did you notice with Jacoby how he went in there swinging, 
And then I think he took a a hit or two and then he just started running out of it. It Pretty funny. Sometimes you Um, gotta know. Do you think, do you think the five was, do you think it was enough? Do you think it should have been more? Do you think it should have been less? For Greg or Juwan? Five games for Juwan or and guard. What do you think about either suspensions? Initially, I thought it was a bit harsh for Juwan for the rest of the year, but then realizing how much remains, I'd say it's about fair. Um, Greg Gard, uh, I don't think he should have put, it's always tricky when you put your hands on someone, even though his intent was, you know, hard, dude went hurt a fly. Um, His intent was good, but you always got to be careful, especially when someone's hot already like that. Um, So I I think 10K, I mean, what is $10,000 at Greg Gard? And the Badgers paid for it. And it was paid off. Yeah, Badgers Athletic Department paid for it. I like that. Yep. I'm going to have to um, join all- Crazy Legs next year to donate to the W Athletic Department so they can pay the fine. Yep. Also, <laughs> shout out to the student section for having one of the best um, chants <laughs> um, when all this started happening, start chanting NIT. Um, <laughs> also, did you see in the video, um, Johnny Davis? He's like waving. He's like, go home. Yeah, go, go home. home. It's like his new thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey, that's a Sam thing. That is. That's a Sam yeah, thing. <laughs> Derek, go home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my whole thing with the guard, like, I really didn't think he should get suspended because I'm like, without, like, without Juwan Howard slapping someone, Greg Guard wouldn't have gotten a suspension for what he did. Like, for trying to talk to someone in a handshake line, you're not going to get suspended for that. So I think that. I think that was fair. I thought Juwan probably should have got the whole season. That was, that was the craziness Sunday. I mean, it was really fun. Like 48 hours, just everyone throwing takes out there about who should be suspended, who shouldn't be. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it was. I would have been so upset too. If, if Greg card would have got suspended, especially we're having and the, the games we have left, even at Marquette, that or even at Minnesota, I never like playing at the barn. Yeah. Um. So like to lose if we lost him because of that, I I, I think that would have been you know out of out of hand. I I, right. I thought that would have really hurt us. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, glad to see. I, I think they got it pr- pretty right on the head. I'd say yeah. so. Well, that is drama class. We are going to wrap up now with student advisors real quick. Um, The game I'm telling everyone to watch this week is Kansas versus Baylor. Huge game in the Big 12 race. Top two teams in that conference. Baylor won it last year, obviously, and made that magical run. Won it all. Kind of took over what we thought was Kansas's, you know, conference to lose every year. They they won it. But Kansas looks like they're going to win it this year. Baylor. Uh, could make it a little interesting. I think it's a two-game lead right now, so they could make it a little interesting if they win uh, this one at home. And obviously, Kansas beat the crap out of Baylor in Allen Fieldhouse. So That was crazy. Yeah, well, and Baylor's got injuries still, so it, I, I do think this is going to be a little more interesting, but I, I still like Kansas to win. Yeah, Um. I, I agree with most of that. So I'll transition into my player. Um, I went with, I, I would say Kansas, you know, is probably going to win this game, but, um, if Baylor has any chance, 
I think one of the X factors in this game is um, sophomore guard LJ Cryer. Yeah, um, he's been I out. think, you know, someone's got to step up um, besides Flagler and going up against Ochai Abaji, that's never easy when he's on the other oh. side. So if the Bearcats are going to have any chance to beat Kansas, I think LJ is going to have to have a big game. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully he he's back and, and healthy because he's a huge difference maker for them. Yes. Yep. What uh, what game are you going with then? For game, I went SEC. I went Auburn versus Tennessee. Two okay. of the best teams in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, two freshman phenoms, Kennedy Chandler for the Vols, Jabari Smith for Auburn. Auburn, I think they're going to come in with a little more intensity um, after a tough loss at Florida last weekend. Um, but Tennessee is not an easy task, so – I think this is going to be a fun one. I'm definitely going to tune in for, for this one. Yeah, that, that's definitely going to be one of the best ones. Tennessee is starting to look a little bit better, too. <clears throat> Other yes. in the top 16 for um, the bracket that was revealed uh, Saturday. So that was – that, was, or I think that was Sunday. That was the preview that was released. And so Tennessee definitely getting, getting hot at the right time, too. I am going to stay in the SEC with my player to watch. I'm going to go J.D. Note uh, for Kansas at home versus Kentucky. We've talked about how hot Arkansas has gotten recently. They had just the one loss um, after they beat Auburn, but they're being led by J.D. Note, uh, averaging 18-4-3. But <laughs> I will say I looked up his stats. I was like, this is, this is a lot of volume shooting that he gets to uh, get oh, up yeah. there. <laughs> he's only shooting like 41% from the field, but I mean, he's still very lethal. Like you can't, you can't slack off him because he's going to hit big shots. Um, big game for Arkansas, obviously just because of their seating. Now that they're getting hot, now that you're, you're in the tournament, but you need to need to focus on your seating now. So beating Kentucky would be a big one. Um, especially they're still without Wheeler and Ty Ty Washington right now. So Arkansas has a shot, but watch for uh, JT, no, JD Note for uh, Arkansas to be a big one. Definitely. Yeah. They had a, they, they struggled the other night against Florida and yeah. then um, they won by a lot. Yeah. They won by like there, double. So. Yeah. I, I, you were saying to watch that game and then I put yes. it on and it started to get out of hand. So maybe I'm good luck for the, for the hogs. Maybe. Uh, what's the best thing you ate this week you do that every time I ask I don't know this week this one's tougher Uh, oh mob pizza probably mob pizza Mm, okay that's interesting interesting pick I I'm gonna go I had we both were both going fast casual dining how about because I went to uh, Shake Shack Friday and big Shake Shack fan yeah I mean I like it better than In-N-Out. I think In-N-Out's a little – like, it's good, but I think it's just a little bit overrated. Have you had In-N-Out before? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of overrated, right? Wait, Kay, is that is In-N-Out the one we liked or didn't? Okay. That, that is, <laughs> okay, yes. I love that place, actually. The um, the animal fries yeah, or animal whatever. Style, yeah. I'm a big In-N-Out. So, but I do like Shake Shack, too, so – I, yeah, I just, I don't know. Their burgers are really good at In-N-Out, but that's, that's all that's all they got for me. No, the fries are bad. Do you miss Culver's? Oh, all the time. But we do have Culver's here, but 
Oh yeah, you said that. I just feel like we don't we don't really go out of our way to to like go there that much because we have it at home all the time. So anything else for the people before we sign off? I don't think so. No, that's it. Okay. Well, everyone, enjoy your week. Three weeks till conference tourneys start. So God bless. <laughs> I actually think it's two weeks. Is it two weeks? I think it's two. I think it's two. Think it's yeah, two. It's two or three weeks. So I can't wait. I know. cannot wait. I've already got my Thursday and Friday off of work for um NCAA, for the big dance. So I'm gonna miss grabbing uh, pizza with you on on one of the weeks or one of the first days. <laughs> yep. All right, everyone. Have a good week. Bye.